Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. The children. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 1037 The Buzz. Options this weekend, Bet Saracen. It's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app. And any of the sports that you're looking to wager on, you can do that on Bet Saracen. Combat sports, boxing, MMA, it's a big NFL weekend with playoffs going on. NBA, college basketball. You can get in game bets, prop bets, specials, double R props. It's all there on the Bet Saracen app. For uh, some NFL playoff games this weekend, the biggest line, the Bills are are, uh, favored by 9.5 over the Steelers. The over-under is 34. Cowboys, 7-point favorite over the Packers, according to Bet Saracen. The over-under is 50.5. Some other lines, uh, the other games here, Rams, Lions. Lions are a 3-point favorite. The over-under is 51.5. The Eagles... Three-point road favorite over the Bucks. The over/under is 43 and a half. And the Dolphins, Chiefs, going to be the coldest game. Chiefs are favored by five, and the over/under is 43 and a half. First game of the playoffs to get it all started. It's the Browns, Texans. Browns, two and a half point road favorite, and the over/under is 44 and a half. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just download the Bet Saracen app or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. It's Out of Bounds live from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Nate Olson. If you want to get involved in the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to Sterling. What's up, Sterling? Hey, guys. How's it going? Going good. good. What's up, Sterling? Guys, uh, you know, me and Dylan talked about this for years, about this Belichick, Brady, and more and more people getting Brady all, all the credit. And I just can't, I just can't totally get down with him getting all the credit. I mean, I know he's a great quarterback, perhaps the greatest of all time, but he is a quarterback. He's not the GM and head coach, and the lead, leading the draft, making decisions on free agents, not to pick up who to pick up. Uh, I, I just can't give him ninety percent of the credit. I just can't. The proof is but in the it. results, Sterling. Who won without who? <laughs> yeah, he handpicked. He handpicked his team. If if, if Belichick can handpick his team, he can because he's the GM. Play. He can. I'm talking about of the existing teams right now. If he could go, if he could do that, if he could go hand pick the Chargers, just say Chargers up coming. Here I come. They'll win some both. Eagles, Cowboys, you name all the top teams. Buffalo. I mean, come. I, I heard the talk. I heard the talk on this. You know, I heard the talk on this. Um, and and both of those guys are tremendous. 
But, I mean, you go back through all the best teams and you say, well, you know, Bill Walsh wouldn't have been a good coach without Joe Montana. You got to have players, but you got to have a coach. Then, how many teams have you seen that had great talent and then didn't win because they didn't have the coach? So, it is, it's, it's foolish for people to say that, I mean, yes, he was there and he won. And then he was at the end of his career, and he left. And then he did win. He got a good situation in Tampa. But that was where I think the you know Bill or Belichick, you know, he he did a great job of finding all these guys. And at the end, he just couldn't fill the one void that he needed to. I mean, he didn't need to find the next Brady. He just needed to find another good quarterback, and he kind of swung and missed. And it happens. I mean, but think about all the brilliant moves he made. And if Brady didn't have some of the guys around in the right pieces, I mean, he he wouldn't have he wouldn't have been good either. You know, there's there a great defense there too that they had that he masterminded. Don't forget about that. And the last thing on this on that on that uh, on that team, the Bucks team. Look look those look at those playoff games, especially the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl, and tell me whether he do so outstanding that. That a good quarterback couldn't couldn't do in those two games. He he led he threw three picks. He, he threw three picks in the second half. He he led the team to a victory. They overcame his mistakes and they still got the victory. That's what he yeah. did. He's a leader. And they, yes, and they overcame his, his mistakes at New England too. Uh, jumping <laughs> jumping that route, Seattle. But my next thing, I know you got other callers. The boy going to going to Washington, uh, going to Alabama from Washington. I, to me, that was the obvious choice. Everybody was throwing up all these other names at, at, at good coaching jobs that were they were going to get a raise and pay just as much money, if not more money, than than, than Alabama. There was one coach that was out there that was great that they could they could pluck from a from a school that he, he's having a lot of turnover this season. And he's a great coach. When that's in the NIA level, everywhere he's been, he's been a winner. He doesn't have the track record on the on the F- FBS level that the others have. But we see what he did at, the, at at Washington, and that's not a bad program. Don James did great things there. Don't get me wrong. And Newhouse had had good teams there, but it's not close to Alabama in no way, shape, form, or fashion. And so, it so Sterling, lot, what, what, what do you think? What do you think with the board? Do you think Alabama is able to keep it going the way that it has been, or do you think there will be some drop off? Not anything against the board, but just because it's somebody other than Saban. Well, it don't have to be a drop off. I mean, six titles in seventeen years. I mean, that's just <laughs> that's that's that's, a, that's in another atmosphere. That's fun. I mean, Barrett got six and twenty-five. He got six and seventeen. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be some drop off. I mean, it's, it's gonna be harder because you gotta go through more rounds of the playoffs now. Uh, and with NIL, you know, who knows what that's gonna go. So it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be some drop off. But they got the best guy out there again. I mean, he's not Nick, he's not gonna be Nick. But uh, they need to go out there and be waiting for him at the tarmac too, just like they did for Nick. <laughs> Cause this guy, this guy can this guy can coach folks. And he had that team. He had that. They had their opportunities against Michigan. I mean, I know Michigan, but come back in here and tell you that they won by eighty-five to nothing. You know, the the Wolverine. You know, like some guys that used to be on Saturday Night Live with the Bears. I know he's gonna tell you some stuff like that. But we saw the game. It was, it was missed opportunities and a lot of holding up being called. They've been the old Belichick trick of a uh, holding every play. They can't call them all. Hey, Sterling, uh, we can't we we can't pardon. go with that though. It, I mean, you just have to go with the no, result of the game. With. Well, I'm just picking a picture and mostly on it. That's not a legitimate mistake. I'm just hoping, hoping to let him where he's going. Because, you know, when he's on there, he's going to always talk to you. You can't get no word in. So I figure I'd get, get my shots in by <laughs> I can. Hey, Sterling, before you go, before, hey, okay. before you go, are you, are you still there? Yeah, he's, oh, there. he's there. I do want to ask, because I've been wanting to ask Nate and, uh, and Joe this, and I'll get you in on this too. Is the pressure, is it any more or any less since it's been a few years removed since Alabama's won a national championship, or is it even maybe more pressure since they haven't won since 2020 now that you're coming in as a new coach? Uh, it's the same. Same, okay. That's what I about what I was thinking. I think it's yeah, just it's pressure. It's just pressure all the way around. Because, yeah, exactly, falling all the way around. Hey, and I, you all know, real, real quick here, I was looking at, you know, if you're, if you're a younger person, 
you think Alabama's won for years and years, you know? Yeah. But you had Bear Bryant, and and he had that great run. Then Ray Perkins, not great. Bill Curry, not great. Gene Stallings, pretty good. Yeah, he 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 did good. They won a championship. Then Mike DeBose, Dennis Francione. Yeah, the Price incident that happened. Mike Shula, and then Nick Saban. So they could be in for a run here where they don't win for a while. I mean, it, you look at the history. They've had two really great coaches, one pretty good coach, and then the rest they've struck out on. So yeah. you got to keep that in mind, I think, don't you? When, especially, you, when you look at that? Yeah, especially with the state of college football now where you see players, even if they commit to you and they play there for a season – Maybe they eventually move on just because they're looking at other situations yeah. around college football. You had two of the greatest college football coaches of all time in your program, you know, and 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 that's lucky for them. But now he's gone, and when that happened before, you went through a lull for a while. Ten years aren't going to be as long either with yeah. coaches in general. Yeah. Whether it, it, we can look at every level, we can look at college football, we can look at the NFL, we can look at different sports, but. They're just not patience anymore for no. these coaches to be and, in there and, and stay long-term. And I feel sorry for him because they're going to melt down if they lose three or four games because they haven't that hasn't happened for so long, and they're used to being in the mix for the national. You know, it's not an SEC title's not good enough. You've got to be in the mix for a national title. That's what they've seen the last 17 years. So this guy, he's got a ton of pressure on him, and when you look at Alabama as a whole – the when they've had a legendary coach, it's been a while since they won again. So appreciate the call, Sterling. We're gonna go back to the phones and talk to Heath. What's up, Heath? What's going on, gentlemen? Man, everything, everything's good. I tell you what, uh, I kind of agree with Sterling. I think there will be a little bit of drop off, but let's let's be real. I mean, Bama's got the talent, and I think that coach coming from Washington will be able to. Uh, I mean, you're gonna have some players probably leave. There are going to be some players that, you know, come to Alabama because they wanted to play for Saban. But 95% of the time, they're going to be the most talented team on the field. So, uh, I mean, anybody stepping into Saban's shoes, taking his place, is going to have an immense amount of pressure. But, I mean, Saban's first year at Alabama, he won eight games, and it just got higher from there. So, I mean, a bad year for him was – not making the playoffs and or not winning a championship, but ten plus games. So um, the pressure's there, but I think the talent's going to be there. I mean, Alabama, like it or not, in college football is the gold standard. That's the program everybody wants to be. So I mean, I don't think it'll change that much just because Saban's retiring. But um, there will, will be a little bit of a drop off, but I don't think it's going to be, you know, anything drastic. I don't think. Saban not being there now is all of a sudden going to give teams like Tennessee or you know Arkansas a chance to oh we can beat Bam now Saban's not there so but uh, I think it's a good hire I think it's a good hire and I'll be uh, I'll be watching to see what that guy can do at uh, at Alabama but whole different ball game next year twelve team playoff and uh, no no divisions so Texas and Oklahoma coming in it's going to be uh, it's going to be that much more competitive. Heath, you brought up a really good point that I don't think we've touched on yet that I really hadn't even thought of is, Nate, you were just going through all the coaches. They're in a much better position than when, from when Saban took over from Mike Shula. They weren't getting top three recruiting classes like they are now, like they have consistently gone. So that, that's a great point that hasn't been brought up. It's the, that's the standard right now because every single recruiting class that Saban brought in got a national championship ring. Now, he might not be the coach anymore, but they still can sell that, that – X amount of recruiting classes in the next in the last fifteen or sixteen years have come out with the national championship. But you have to restock the talent now. Yeah, that's right. Bore. Yep. I mean, they, for a year or two, it's going to be there. But with the portal, guys will leave if you don't win next year too. You know, the guy, the Saban's guys will be gone. So you've got to be able to restock it. So it's it's not that simple. Plus, you're replacing a guy that's one that I mean, the best to ever do it. I mean, he is he's not just a good coach. He's tremendous. He is one of the best coaches, and I never really cared for him much or Alabama. But you got to give the credit where it's due, and you're you have to step in there and try to replicate what he's done, and he's been a legend. And it's a great situation for DeBoer because Washington just played for a national championship, and look at all the talent they lost. Mm-hmm. That's going to be moving on. Yeah. So for the talent to move on from there, the players now DeBoer gets to move on, get a fresh start. 
and, you know, have talent already in place. And then he can carry that with him where he's a guy that's won everywhere and players will want to play for him. So he's in a great situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, can you imagine taking a job, though, thinking you've got to win a national title next year or get there? I mean, that's, kind of, that's it, what people there, are thinking. There's you know? pressure, but he just dealt with that at Washington. Yeah. Not, not the pressure part of it, but the fact that, they got to the national championship yeah, game, so those did. are always going to be expectations. Yeah, and they'd be expectations of Washington now, too, once you get there once. So that that is true. Hey, hey, Heath, um, what, what do you think about Francis Ngannou and then Anthony Joshua? They're going to fight on March 8th. But what do you think about Anthony Joshua getting, getting a, a, a chance here after he basically blew it in the last fight? He gets the, another chance right away. Well, let me tell you something. In my opinion, I believe Tyson Fury carried Ngannou in that whole fight. It's no secret Ngannou's got that knockout power. Extremely, uh, and he's got, actually, he's got a lot of boxing talent, too. I mean, he's got some skills. So I think Tyson Fury carried him in that fight so he would be able to get more pro boxing fights because that's where the money's at and uh, that's where it's always been. And uh, he deserves that type of money. I got a feeling that, yeah. He could probably stop Joshua. Joshua's got a suspect chin, and uh, his heart's been in question too since he's uh, his, his first loss to Ruiz. Um, I don't know. What, I don't know if you saw the fight between him and Klitschko. That was probably one of the best heavyweight fights I've seen. And he got off the canvas, Absolutely. knocked out Klitschko, took care of business. But we didn't see that. We we have yet to see that. I mean, it seems like when he gets hurt, he just. Uh, I mean, he just wants to quit, but uh, or like preserve whatever he has left, but. I don't know. I kind of like uh, I kind of like Ngannou in that fight, and I like him being in the heavyweight division. I mean, it just makes it that more exciting, and obviously he he can last. He can be there, so I think he's got a shot. And uh, you know, for for Deontay Wilder, I think it's about time he hangs up. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, we appreciate the call, Heath. Good hearing from you. Have a good weekend. Thanks, gentlemen. And it's been announced that Francis Ngannou training for that fight. He was supposed to train in Vegas. And now he's going to shift his training camp to um, Saudi Arabia. And uh, he's, he's going to train for the fight there where he had a lot of that success in taking on Tyson Fury. Yeah, I, you know, I need to listen to, to his podcast about boxing. Sounds like oh, he knows his <laughs> I can learn a few things from him. I, I, I need to get back in that boxing game. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Toby. What's up, Toby? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing good. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, just a couple of comments about Nick Saban and him leaving. I think we all know that, obviously, Nick Saban is no dummy. And, I mean, he's the genius of a coach and what have you. But I think, you know, he hadn't won a national championship in the last, what, two or three years. And so, and now they are talking about they will be expanding the national championship format to 12 teams and what have you. I think Nick Saban is just tired of putting up with the hassle. And, he's, and it's getting harder and harder for him to maintain the standards that an expectation all right, of winning championships. And I think he, he just seems to think it's a good time to go. And, then, and, and now since he is not there also, I don't think that I, obviously I, there's got to be some drop-off. And the people in Alabama and other places, I mean, they cannot expect, even though this guy coming from Washington is a great coach, great. And uh, but he's not going to be able to come in and, and win, start winning national championships and things like that because other teams are going to be getting better. I think Nick Saban he realized that with the NILs and everything else that's going on. And so hey, I just think he thought hey, it's a great time for me to get out. I like your comment on that. I appreciate it, Toby. Yeah, that's exactly what it came down to. Just that, like he mentioned, the grind. Coach Saban, he mentioned the grind. It, it is a grind every year. And the fact that there was pressure involved at Alabama. And, and that's why, if you guys will notice, that every time they won the SEC championship or every time they got into the college football playoff and they won that semifinal game, he would make such a big deal of it because he wanted fans to realize these are major accomplishments. Now, of course, you want to win the championship, but you have to take steps along the way to win the championship. And these are major accomplishments, winning the SEC championship game, winning a semifinal, and trying to win a championship. So if you fall short, he always wanted to put it out there and, and really bring recognition to the fact that that meant something to accomplish those things along the way. 
when you're a person who has a way of doing things for so many years and you're used to going to bed late and getting up early and then you just physically you're having to really really grit your teeth to do it i mean everybody everybody's human i mean and you just you've done that so many years so you're kind of doing that and now you've got the curveball of the nil you know so you're you're already dealing with all these things that you feel when you get older and how it is to work hard and it's one more thing that you have to adapt to, work a little bit harder, and you're already having to, to grit your teeth to work to what you got to do. Now you've got to keep kids from leaving, you know, to the portal, re-recruiting them again, even at Alabama. I mean, it's 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 hard. I mean, he's a human being. And, I, I you know, Acre said on the show before, like, go play some golf and, and enjoy your life. You know, you, you've worked so hard. He's got kids, uh, like one kid and, and probably maybe some grandkids and stuff. Enjoy yourself. Maybe go take over for Corso on game day. I don't know, but just live the good life now. Yeah, he that that was something that after we went to the commercial break when we were talking about it earlier when he had mentioned that it got harder to promise how much long, like it was no question that he was going to stay at out. I feel like after the Texas rumors got shot down in 2013, it was a given that he was probably going to finish his career there if he didn't go back to the NFL. Felt that probably wasn't going to happen either. But whenever you're looking at parents you're looking kids in the eyes and saying hey you know i might be here for two more years i might not that's you know that 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 also just shows his character too he wants to be able to tell people hey i will be here as long as you're here and he can't really do that anymore so that was key to him signing those big extensions where it was like a 10 10 year extension because we knew he wouldn't be there but it was just to kind of give everybody that sense of security and now he can enjoy the championships because it seems like during the time that he's coaching, they never he never really got a chance to enjoy the championships yeah. because after they would win, he's with, right back to the yeah. Within the next couple of days, you're thinking about what are we going to do next. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Nate Olson. Stay tuned. you don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app, download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is SportsCenter. In college basketball last night, Arkansas State beat Texas State 85-83 behind senior guard Caleb Fields, 35 points, 10 assists, and 6 steals. The Red Wolves will play again tomorrow as they host the Raging Cajuns at 2.30. Twitter Rock will take on Tennessee Martin tomorrow. That game is at 3.30. Coverage for that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. And Arkansas will take on Florida and Gainesville at 3. Eric Musman met with the media and talked about facing this tough Gators team. Florida's a team that can win the SEC. I know how good a coach Todd Golden is. I've known him for a long time. They're big. They rebound. They have great guard play. They're one of the top-tier teams in, in, in the SEC, there's no question. They're not just an NCAA tournament team. You know, they're a team that can win games in the tournament, for sure. Coverage of the game can be heard on The Buzz. Stay tuned afterwards for the Guatney Automotive postgame show. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. Listen for NFL Hall of Fame referee Walt Coleman Wednesdays during Morning Mayhem, presented by Sigma Supply Packaging Products. Schedule a free waste audit analysis with Sigma Supply's sales manager, David Breitenberg, and see if automation is the solution to your production line issues. Online at sigmasupply.com. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Big O Tires believes in straight talk. So what would you do with an extra $100? Shopping? Road trip? Steak dinner? Right now at the Conway and Cabot Big O Tires, get $100 instant savings on all Big O brands of tires with the best warranty in the industry. Three-year free replacement on road hazard conditions, worksmanship, and material defect. Free flat repair, free rotate and balance, and roadside assistance. Save $100 now and get tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and and cap it. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Hi, I'm Hunter Bell from Bell Chevrolet. Football season in Arkansas is one of my favorite times of the year. And I think we can all agree that game days are better with tailgating. Fourth quarters are better with game-winning field goals. 
And the best played games are better with teamwork. And just like on the field, Bell Chevrolet is better because of our people and their dedication to our customers. Shop Bell Chevrolet and bellchevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Are you curious about QC Kinetics? Let me tell you what we do. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director at QC Kinetics. We treat people who have joint pain and we use your body's healing properties The things that you already have in you, in your blood, to heal your knee pain, your joint pain, your shoulder pain, your back pain, you have everything that you need in you already. The same natural process that heals a cut on your finger also works inside your body. And so what we do at QC Kinetics is take those healing properties, concentrate them down from your body, and put them where they need to go. We are the experts in regenerative medicine. That's all we do. And best of all, there's no surgery, no downtime, or harmful drugs. This is the future of medicine. And your consultation is completely free. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. This is Pat Bradley, and I'll be on Drive Time Sports Weekly with Randy and Rick, presented by Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Alcoa Community FCU has rates as low as 3.99% with their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Hurry, offer ends January 31st. This is an important message from Entergy. We're working to restore service to all of our customers affected by this latest storm. Please keep your distance from downed or dangling power lines and use caution when cleaning debris. Downed lines can be hidden and deadly. For more safety information, download the free Entergy app or go to EntergyStormCenter.com. That's EntergyStormCenter.com. Thank you. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You know well, I'm a chicken fry. Cold beer on a Friday night, a pair of jeans that fit just right, and the radio. Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Nate Olson. We are going to get into your Razor Hog update in just a bit. But on Southern Structural Solutions text line, we were talking about Kalen DeBoer making the uh, change going from Washington to Alabama as their new head coach. And we have a comment that says he might get some of those top Washington players to come to Alabama, to go to Alabama. But that's kind of the point that we were making some of Washington's top players those are guys who are moving on to the NFL, and it's been like a domino effect where since the national championship game, a lot of those players have announced that they are declaring for the 2024 NFL draft. Penix is a junior. I know he's ele- – is he a junior or a senior? I can't oh, he has to be a senior. He's been in college right, for he, six years. Because he was, a, he was at Indiana in like 19, yeah. So, I mean, obviously you know that he was going to be one. But, uh, yeah, you would think that that he's probably going to take, you know, maybe a handful or so. Like you said, Joe, there's already some that are – plenty that are going to go to the NFL. But there's definitely some that he's going to be looking at that roster and wanting to take down there with him. Let's get into your Razor Hog update. This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. So tonight at Barnhill Arena, the Gembacks, they open their season, and they're going to take on the Georgia Bulldogs. So it's going to be... The opener for the Gembacks at Barnhill Arena to kick off the 2024 slate and their schedule for uh, gymnastics. Also, with basketball tomorrow, Razorbacks take on Florida. It's going to be on ESPN at 3 o'clock. And Florida has always been a tough place to play for the Razorback basketball team. They got a, they got a win there 
within the last couple of seasons where they had a long losing streak that went back to 96, and uh, they finally got a win. So tough place to play, but Arkansas and Florida are in a similar situation right now. They're both 0-2 in conference and have similar overall records, Florida being 10-5, and Arkansas 9-6, and and they both have two-game losing streaks. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about this? You know, I, I wrote last week, I also write a column for Best of Arkansas Sports, and I, I wrote a, a column and I said, you know, this could be Muss's biggest challenge. He, he's, he's had these big comebacks. Where he's gotten everybody to jail at the end of the year. To me, this group of guys, they are talented, but sometimes they look like an AAU team where they've got two or three Division One players on it that are stars. That aren't playing, that don't know how to play together, and and that we've seen that before. But I don't know. This team, team seems to me a bigger challenge for him. I want to know what you guys think about that. And I'm not trying to write the season off, but man, if you go 0 and three, it's a big hole, and they already kind of dug themselves a hole in the non-conference season. Yeah, the results look different. I think that's why it, it looks a little bit different, especially when you take a loss like they did to Auburn at home to begin the conference season. And uh, so there's the thought that, of course, going into this game is going to be a tough game against Florida. But when you do look into those numbers and you see the similarities, I think it gives a little bit more hope. Now, the fact that Florida is 6-1 and at home, that may be uh, a little, you know, take away from the mindset of of people thinking that Arkansas can go in and get a win. Arkansas 7-2 and at home. And then both of them, uh, Florida is 0-2 on the road and Arkansas is 0-1 on the road. So if you look at if you look deep into the numbers, it would seem as Florida has the advantage here and that Arkansas will start the season 0-3 in conference play. But when you look at the overall numbers, they're similar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and I thought they played well at Georgia. And, and you know, at the end... They they were they were fighting to win the ball game. You know that was that was the thing that was a little disturbing too against Auburn is that there was some quit in the team and that was mentioned by Minifield after the ball game. You know to the media that he felt like some of the guys quit and that's never good when you admit that or you feel that way. Uh, they fought better against Georgia and I actually thought that Georgia was not very impressive. You know Abdul Rahim's Sharif Abdul Rahim's kid. You know he he was scoreless for a big chunk of that game. They didn't play particularly well in that game, I didn't think, and Arkansas and still was able to beat Arkansas. But Arkansas in it, at times I see there doesn't seem to be as much, you know, good team defense, basketball IQ, and decision making. That's what I see when I see the team. You know, four minutes to go in the game and you're jacking up a three, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, they're in the game and they kind of take an ill-advised shot there. At the end, you know, in the in with four minutes, you're on the road. Get a good look, you know. Don't just come down and jack it. I know they made some threes, but that's what I'm seeing. Could it be changed? Yeah. I mean, he's 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 a great coach. He's a, he's been kind of a miracle worker in some ways with being able to get together. But as I wrote in that column, you know, Brett Veach has been so good with Kansas City at bringing these receivers in, bringing players in, bringing Creed Humphrey, and then he kind of hit a stumbling block with these receivers. I mean. You, if you keep on rolling the dice and bringing guys in, eventually you might not hit on all of them. I mean, and there is talent here, but it just seems like the there's not the mesh. There's not maybe some of the basketball IQ. And you got a guy like Devo Davis who is on with the zone. He said some great things. Great kid, but they got he's got to rally them somehow. He's got to kind of be the guys that are returners. I think have to be a catalyst. To get everybody to play together, he said some good things on there, you know, about being together in the team meals at dinner and being together. But and then sometimes that does happen off the court and then go on to court. But something's got to happen pretty quickly, I think. Well, and that's the problem is you don't. It's got to. I mean, it's got to happen quickly, almost immediately. Yeah. Just because coming into last year, and last year I was subbing it, filling in on the show because some and saying, hey, we've got to, you know, just stay patient. Look at the last couple of years. But that's the problem, though. Those first three years, or three or four, is, what is, is this year five? Is it, I think, or is this, let's see, 19, 20. Either, five. So this is, is five. year five. five. So yeah. those first, the 20, obviously, the season got canceled, had a chance if you would have done some stuff in the SEC tournament to make the, the big dance. But 21 through 23, 
we were just like, let's wait until about early February, and we should probably get things turned around. You don't have that kind of time right now. Nate, I think you hit it right on the head when you said when you build rosters like this, and it's very common to build rosters like this today, you're going to miss at times. And I don't know if they've necessarily missed. Like you said, the season's not over, but at this point last year we had a lot more slack than they have right now. And if you're 13-1 and coming in to the non-conference or something, or you have a, but they were 9-4. and four. So then you have like, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's a good point, though. That that changes the mindset. It's it's not the team that's thinking that way. The team is thinking that they can play through whatever, and and no matter what the record is, they're not paying attention to that. They, of course, they want to have a better record. They want to win more games. But it's it's the fans that have that mindset when they see how 13 and one looks compared to nine and four mm-hmm. or nine and five. You know, they, it looks a lot different. I just think there's something missing, and you, you've got talent. I mean, Brazil. Those. I mean, NBA scouts were talking about him before the season. Uh, Mark. I mean, there's talent on that team, but I, I think you know the, the way you win big games, and then you know against Auburn stuff like that. Defense is super important, and team defense, and you know. Their big guy was just ravaging Arkansas inside. You know, he kept going to him and scoring in there. You're not making adjustments. The players, you know, you got to play better team defense and stuff like that. Um, it's got to be driving Musk crazy, you know, because he as high as he gets when they win, it's like he's low when they lose. And I'm I'm sure that, you know, his family that. Danielle and Mariah, you know, that's probably not real pleasant. No, he's <laughs> in the doghouse, or the pool, not the doghouse, the pool house. So is he out there? For the, uh, well, they, that's always the joke when they yeah. leave. Yeah. He's out there. So no, I, I can see that. And he's he, the thing that you love about him is that he hates to lose more than he likes to win. That's that's always a great trait in the great players and the great coaches. You've, you've got a great coach there. I mean, he's a great coach. He's chosen... A tough way to, I mean, not a tough way, but it, it, an interesting way to build a team. And it's it's how you do things in the NBA with free agency. He's been brilliant at it. But you're not always going to, it's going to be hard. And you see with Kentucky, with the one and done they've had, Calipari now in his career is having a harder time winning, you know. He did that for years with the one and Duns and could, could come back and, and recreate things and, and reload. It, it's, it's hard. And, you know, I think the fans have to be patient. You know, you, you shouldn't be calling for Musselman's head. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not at this people, point. No, people get get crazy about it, and um, it, the way he's done things, it wouldn't surprise me if they somehow figured it out. But the odds are not for that right now. Well, the team is guard heavy, and they're really dependent upon Trevor Brazil. Mm-hmm. And there's been some inconsistency there. And you can tell that it looks different simply because at this time of the year, when you get in the conference play. What are we used to? We're used to a seven or eight player rotation from Eric Musselman coach teams. And you can tell that it looks different because you see different combinations of players out there where they are going deeper into the rotation. And it's not that they're going deeper into the rotation because they feel good about it. Seems like they're going deeper into the rotation because they don't feel so good. And they're yeah. trying to figure it out on the fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're mixing and matching. Trying to figure out, and I, I thought Minifield's addition would help a lot, and it, it did. But then, you know, he didn't play well the other night. But, I mean, that's hard to just come in cold and play. He did, but then you're going to maybe have some nights where you don't play as well. It would really help if he could shoot well tomorrow. And he was added to the mix. Think about that, because yeah. he was expected to redshirt for the entire season. Exactly. But they yep. felt the need after semester to go ahead and get him on the court. Mm-hmm. And right. that was one of the major differences also. Mm-hmm. More of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. It's going to be the final segment, and we're going to wrap it up and send it over to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Nate Olson. Stay tuned. It's going to be the final segment here on Out of Bounds. It's 
Trade in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. Information on bass tournaments and some of the best fishing spots in the state can be heard every Sunday morning on Fishing Arkansas with Big Sarge and his crew. Fishing Arkansas is presented by Shelter Insurance Agent Jamie Marsh, Stanley Hardware, and Cooper's Nursery in Cabot. Fishing Arkansas, Sunday mornings on 103.7 The Buzz. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at CertiPro and tell them I've got a new project for them. CertiPro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at CertiPro. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. RAMP.com slash sports. 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. Now's your chance to be a part of the team. Join the Razorback Foundation for as little as $50 to be first in line for tickets, seating, parking, and exclusive events with coaches and players. Plus, members get 20% off at Slim Chickens in Northwest Arkansas. Your membership provides 465 Razorback student-athletes with the resources they need to succeed in the classroom and in competition. Join by calling 479-443-9000 or visit RazorbackFoundation.com. As a Razorback Foundation member, you will experience the lifetime full of Razorback memories. Go Hogs! Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See Agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Wes Moore. Coming up Monday in the Zone, we'll recap a very busy sports weekend. Arkansas, Florida, down in Gainesville. We'll recap that game. Plus, we'll take a look at all the NFL games. And we'll preview the Eagles-Buccaneers Monday night football. Clint Cerner will join us at 1030. Thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai. We'll get his thoughts on the Texans and Browns and many more NFL games. Join us Monday in the Zone. It's where sports and entertainment come crashing together. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people.
Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Nate Olson. It's the final segment. We're wrapping up here on Out of Bounds. Razorbacks had a nice pickup in the transfer portal. Miguel Mitchell, who's a defensive back, and he's played mostly safety, but he can play different positions in the secondary. He, um, he came from Florida, originally from Oxford, Alabama, 6'1", 215-pound defensive back. I think they've done pretty good in the portal. I know that uh, Kyle's kept a good track. Of Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I think they have. And, of course, a lot of other people have done really good in the portal as well. But uh, <laughs> the Sori kid from, that we got from Georgia, uh, of course, that was kind of, the I think, the first one that was big time for people. But there's offensive line, of course, uh, the kid from Tennessee, Addison, some of their names slipped my mind. I know Carmona from San Diego State, uh, I think, or, or San Jose State, that yeah. everyone is really high I like on. Him. So you got, what was it, two or three from the portal on the offensive line? That was really big. I think they've really been addressing the needs. I, I really like the kid, the running back from Utah. He was actually the number three quarterback coming out and went to Texas in 2020. I think that's going to be a really big pickup in the backfield. Lorenzo Robinson, Zoe is listening. He says, great show today, fellas. Appreciate that, Zoe. What's yeah, up? Absolutely. Yeah, I remember him with the hogs. Oh, I yeah. wrote, a, he's, wrote a few things about yeah, him. He's, he's got a good blog or a podcast, too. I listen. He's not so, doing it anymore. Well, when he did that, I liked it. Oh, yeah. 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 Keeping not it real. Not doing it anymore? No, no, not doing it anymore, okay. but he's still keeping it real. Yeah. No, I know that, and I've seen some of his posts on Facebook. Yeah. So, some baseball news. We're in uh, football season, getting through the NFL playoffs. Basketball is going on with college basketball, NBA. But baseball, it seems to be a quick turnaround in offseason for every sport now. Baseball, they just they crown their champion in November, and they're going to be reporting in February, and we see some baseball moves being made with Juan Soto agreeing to a $31 million one-year deal with the Yankees. And it's the largest arbitration deal, and uh, it surpassed the one that Shohei Otani had last season where his was for 30 mil. Yeah, the rich get richer. Pete Alonzo is second highest on the list this year where he is uh he gets 20 and a half mil for the 2024 season. Corbin Burns for the Brewers is at 15.6 mil and uh Glaber Torres, another Yankee, he's at 14.2 mil. And also the Yankees got a boost with pitching. They signed Marcus Stroman to a two-year deal for 37 mil over the next two years. And this is somewhere, an area that the Yankees have been really hurt in the last few seasons. They, they seem to always deal with injuries, but pitching has always been an issue yeah. for them also. They have a good lineup in pitching. And, and Stroman, you know, I'm a Cub fan. I like the Yankees too, but, it kind of, you know, Cub fan, I like the Yankee dynasty. Not as much, you know, the Yankees day to day, but the Cubs. But Stroman with the Cubs did a good job. Now going there, that's a big pickup for the Yankees. Also for the Giants, they picked up right-hander Jordan Hicks, who signed a four-year, forty-four million dollar contract. And Hicks is twenty-seven years old. The majority of his career has been from the bullpen. Over the past five seasons, he's made two hundred twelve appearances. So there's uh, some baseball news going on yeah. at this time in sports with a lot going on. It, it's hard to think about that with, uh, you know, with the weather. But man, uh, it won't be here long, and or be here. It'll be here long. It won't be here too long. And then um, Razorback baseball. I'm excited about that. Number two in the country in some of the polls too. That's about a month from to or a month from tomorrow. It's usually around Valentine's Day. The Razorbacks. That's right. They uh, yep. throw. So yeah, it's getting close for that in softball. On this day, Red Auerbach for the Boston Celtics, 1966, got his thousandth NBA career victory, and that included playoffs. So it was regular season and playoffs. But 1966, Red Auerbach, one of the all-time greats when it came to coaching, he uh, got his thousandth win overall. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo in 2009. He was the 2008 FIFA World Player of the Year for the first time. So that's going back a few years, going back 15 years, yeah. that uh, it was the first time that he was a FIFA Player of the Year, and he's gotten many more over the years since then. Hey, who would you take? These are Boston guys. Who would you take, Auerbach or uh, Belichick? 
Oh, hard, wow. isn't it? That is hard. What do, you, what do you think? I mean, two Boston icons. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> didn't mean to put you on the spot, mm, but I thought about yeah. that. Auerbach. Give Auerbach. Al- okay. Yeah. Probably. Uh, I do, man, I'd probably need a little longer to, to really, really break. You know dig me, Nate. Numbers. I've got to take some time yeah, to break Kyle's things down. Dig into the numbers. <laughs> I've got to dig into some numbers. You're, you're and, a stats guy. Uh, oh, big time. Oh, big, yeah. Well, and that's one of the great things about SB Live. What Kyle brings is it, it watches a lot of film. I'm not all about stats, but yeah, I, I do like to crunch a lot numbers. of tape and uh, and crunches those numbers. So those all state teams are talked about that all pro team earlier. Kyle does a good job with those. I would probably lean Auerbach. Um, just and you know they were this kind of similar because then Auerbach got into the ownership and running the team, you know later on. Yeah. So you got to look at that too. He was a coach and he was brilliant. Then he continued in that front office and let other people coach, but ran the ball club. So two great icons in coaching. I mean, you can learn a lot if you're a coach. I would read a lot of books from both those guys because I think they have a lot of wisdom. The Commanders have made a higher. Not for head coach, but for GM. And we know a lot of times that GM, head coach, go hand-in-hand. Hand. Commanders hire Adam Peters, who was the assistant GM for the 49ers. Okay. So they're starting to build it there with the new ownership group. Yeah. Josh Harris, Magic Johnson, they're trying to trying to build it now. Mm-hmm. Is the thing with the names still – I know I saw something about a – I don't know if it was a lawsuit, but I saw that there's some more drama with the name coming up. I didn't know if that was – still in the works or if it's just kind of like people are still just talking about it right now i think they were trying to keep some interest in the organization overall because it was just kind of like yeah everything's on the table we may even change the name again yeah yeah that okay. was just kind of so one kind of thrown out in conversation yeah absolutely. i mean how easy would it be for them to do that would it be easy to change it oh it, it'd be easy but it, you know it's a merchandising and marketing yeah. deal where yeah. All you're doing is is bringing in more money because now people have to buy the new gear. Mm-hmm. And they've done that over the past few years. Yeah. Anything's better than the football team. You, you know, that that started to catch on with people yeah, after a while because it, it, it went over season. two seasons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bills go into the game with a couple of key injuries against the Steelers where they're going to be without wide receiver Gabe Davis and also safety Taylor Rapp. So they're going to be missing a couple of starters on each side of the ball there. Yeah, I'm telling you, that game could be close. I think your Steelers can make that a little messy where it's kind of a a low-scoring, messy kind of game. I can see that. A couple of birthdays today. Issa Rae, actor, she is 39. Howard Stern, radio host, he's 70 years old today. And uh, a couple of national days. National Kiss of Ginger Day. Ah. Nate, how about that? (laughs) And Kyle. Yeah, I've got a little bit of it in me, that Irish. (laughs) All right, uh, we're going to wrap it up for Out of Bounds today. Appreciate you guys coming in. Guys from SB Live, Kyle Sutherland, Nate Olson. Good to see you guys. It's always uh, good seeing you. I love, love being on the air with you again, buddy. We'll definitely do it again sometime. Great. For everybody out there listening, be safe this weekend and uh, stay in if you don't have to get out. Drive Time Sports coming up next. Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open for business in the Lakewood Village Shopping Center. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all of your pub grub favorites and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup, best wings in the city with 11 different sauces, or try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts the weekend every Thursday with karaoke every Friday and Saturday. Brewski's